New taxes, day-to-day -day spending cuts and a move away from building offices may be required to help upgrade the country's creaking infrastructure. That finding comes from the latest report from the Economic and Social Research Institute, the ESRI, uh, says it probably needs the government to overhaul its flagship €165 billion Euro national development plan due to a growing population and demanding climate targets. However, the Institute also says the government faces a dilemma over what to fund and when due to a chronic shortage of construction workers and inflation risks. For more on this, I'm joined uh, by Owen Gavin. Owen, a very good morning to you and thanks very much for being with us. Good morning, Alan. Yeah. Uh, this report from the SRI, there's a lot in it, a lot to get our teeth into. What do you think the government should uh, prioritise in terms of the funding? Should it be housing? Uh, should it be um, uh, buildings for businesses to attract more uh, businesses, maybe FDIs, into the country? Yeah, look, there, there's obviously a huge housing shortage, which is having a an indirect effect effect then on FTI, I suppose, the long term um, housing for employees. But uh, I suppose look at in in the Shannon region, we are constantly supposed lobbying to get Shannon Town Master Plan enacted, uh, which involves both housing. Um, it also involves services from a social point of view, um, and that's so important. You know, we you know we've seen in the past how 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 um, the government is very reactionary and, you know, there's houses put up and then there's a lack of services after the follow-up. So we want clear plans followed, which, for example, the Shannon Hill Master Plan has a very clear path on that. There's an education field, so there's a retail, there's a housing, and there's a, you know, there's a living and entertainment side of it. So that's most important. I also read as well um, on the on maybe um, uh, purpose changing on commercial units um, where somebody was suggesting that there should be a tax on that. And I feel that the businesses and commercial have paid their rates over the years and if they if they need to um, change the use of the building, they should be encouraged to do it and not taxed. Yeah, you've seen how business growth in Shannon has has been hampered by by the lack of housing. Yeah, well, uh, you, you know, it's not hampered, but it's 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 certainly an issue, you know, and uh, and it is attracting new uh, new graduates in or new employees into their companies. Are the first question to ask, where can we live? And then what facilities are around when we do live here? So it's not just housing. People are also looking for what what what's there to live, work, and play. So how I suppose how do we uh, or how does the government uh, uh, encourage or uh, increase the amount of housing, uh, be it in Shannon or elsewhere? Because we know there are some issues in terms of lack of construction workers. Uh, cost of materials was an issue that we heard recently from Larry Brennan. That's kind of coming down. One suggestion from the ESRI uh, in terms of prioritising how be to incentivise construction companies. In what way could they be incentivised, and and it w w would it would it be a pretty successful move? Well, I think they, they have to step back a bit. You know, for example, uh, Newmarket and Fergus Village there, there's currently an um, uh, application in for a sewage treatment facility. And, and that, you know, those basic steps need to be taken. There's other, I think there's other villages, Curry Clare, Broadford, I heard Carrie Hall this morning we mentioned. Those basic needs and, and steps need to be taken by government before they go incentivising anybody. They need to get planning through for, for the um, wastewater treatment before any planning can happen. And, and they are the basic steps that are not happening and that are, are being delayed, you know, through the, through either through the planning process or through the government or through lack of funding into certain areas. Um, secondly, I suppose in villages and towns where there's repurposing of commercial retail units into, into, into accommodation, that we have seen, we have seen progress in that. And I think that still needs to be encouraged to, to, um, 
who you know to revitalise smaller villages and, and towns and, and and even our bigger towns in Shannon as well, where there's a change of purpose and that needs to be encouraged. It doesn't need to be taxed. It needs to be encouraged. And and there needs to be help from our local authorities in doing that. So if a, if a, if a premises traditionally was commercial use and it needs to change over to private dwelling, well, that needs to be encouraged as well. And and no stumbling blocks put in the way by local authority. Do you think all of those? potential scenarios it's easier said than done to resolve them as you say no stumbling blocks being put in the way by local authorities or uh, and, and some of the other elements you mentioned that are, how, how achievable are they look they're all they're all quite achievable but you know it's 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 down, you know there's a, there there is a there is a housing crisis across the country and i think everybody needs to realize that they need to on it so if that's from the planning department to the to uh, Department of Housing, to to Department of Environment. You know, there's a lot of silos. We've always known that. They need to start working together to, to get things moved quicker. As I mentioned in the uh, in my introduction, on the, the SRI reckons the government faces a, d- a dilemma over what to fund uh, and when, uh, because of the shortage of construction workers and in, in inflation risks, how do they get around that? I mean, we feel it, it seems as if money won't be an issue. We, we've talked quite often about the, the surpluses the government is going to record. And there was also a suggestion that, well, when the new minimum corporation tax rate, a global corporation tax rate, came in at 15, from, uh, f- at 15%, that might harm us because we'd have to bring our current rate up by 2.5% from 12.5%. But a recent OECD report suggests that actually... <laughs> we'll, do, we'll do even better. Um, so the money's certainly there, but... Uh, addressing a chronic shortage of construction workers is not something that you can address in a very short space of time. It would would, would take um, a number of years to address those kind of issues. Yeah, look, it's all back to planning again. You know, there needs to be long-term planning taking place and that's what's causing a lot of problems across the country is there is not proper planning. And I mean planning, I mean planning for the future. You know, what are the population centres of Clare? What is going to be in 10 years' time? What are the housing requirements in Clare in 10 years' time? Not realising in nine years' time we have a problem. And that's what has happened over the last two decades, and that's why where we are. And, you know, it, there's been peaks and troughs in the construction side. You know, we have, we have many well-trained um, individuals, you know, who are living abroad working construction. Why? Because they had to leave here 10 years ago because it was a total collapse, in, and that wasn't planned. You know, so... There has to be a planning for need of housing and, and I, I see, you know, that has to be encouraged and, you know, any obstacles that are put in place need to be removed. There's no point throwing money at a problem that needs to, that needs to be future planned. The report has certainly been welcomed by uh, the Minister for Public Expenditure and Reform, Pascal Donoghue, who says he'll consider changes to the National Development Plan in the context of updating ceilings of the plan across various sectors. Do you expect the government will make will make changes? Because we've seen in the past, you know, when, when there's advice or reports from the likes of the Fiscal Advisory Council and so on, the government tend not to pay them much heed. Will they pay much heed to this ESRI one or is Pascal Donoghue just dealing in platitudes there? Yeah, look at the, the DSRI do reports and the, the different reports come in from different lobby sectors, Construction Federation, the Chambers Ireland, and all of that I'm sure is always considered when, when moving forward in long-term planning. But there has to be there has to be cohesion. And, you know, the silo effect that happens between the departments and the local authorities needs to stop. You know, people need to start working together so that, 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 that you know, everyone's working hand-in-hand hand for the same goal to, to increase housing and to better planning in the country. And that that's the biggest, I think that's the biggest issue government has is, is is the silo effect that happens within departments where people aren't working together. We see it with the with the, we currently have a lobby in the Shannon Chamber regarding the offshore energy, and, and there's um there's a there's a, a whole range of expertise within Clare County Council to speed up that 
um, offshore planning and, and mapping of, of the of the waters off off the west coast of Ireland, and the Department of Environment don't seem to want to work with local authorities on it, and that's a huge problem, you know. Would even that kind of thing worry you that the government won't properly address all the issues that are being highlighted by the ESRI? Look at yeah, they need their needs. As I say again, it's the ESI report is not going to to make or change. It's there. It's part of reporting and it's part of the think tank and it's 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 part of how government make their make their planning recommendations. But there has to be a change in how and how they work together on their day to day planning and their day to day movement. It's it's you know to stop this work of people working in silos in different departments. Department of Transport not talking to Department of Environment. Department of Environment not talking to Department of Finance. That needs to change. And I mean, the fact as well on the National Development Plan is comes to 165 billion euro. Surely if the government is going to spend that much to try and improve the country and the, according to the SRI, the, N, the National Development Plan has underestimated the level of investment needed to meet the challenges faced by the likes of housing as well as health and climate change. If the government is going to spend that much, surely they need to spend more to ensure that they get it right and not waste a significant amount of that money. Yeah, look, as we we can all we can all reflect back on different projects where um, where there's been there's been a lot of wastage on it, and, and you know, look, as I we're not in government, the Chambers Ireland and Shannon Chamber of Commerce are part of the lobby group, and all we can do is put forward our best recommendations for our members um, regarding you know business in the area. Um, and look, as we have we uh, one of our major at the moment is the Shannon Town Master Plan. That's a plan that has been enacted by Clare County Council. It needs support from government. Um, we have we have um, Minister O'Brien, Dar O'Brien, down in Drumoland in February. So we'll have a strong lobby with him and trying to get the funding forward for that. And that's the whole to deal again, as I said, with housing and how people live and work in Shannon. And that's so important for the development in County Clare.